0: Accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles
1: we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized
0: approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC.
2: And Nigel Do you believe these characters are weirdos So
3: let's
4: rock it So Hammer the big bad orange man Gonna turn himself in Fulton County Jail Georgia tomorrow No I'm sorry Thursday And of course on charges of uh, 2020 election meddling down there In Georgia I suppose you're gonna make me read his uh, Truth social post in my Trump voice
2: Well I think that's what the people would want <laughs> We give the people what they want just, on this I'm not show. confident in it i I don't I, I just don't have the confidence in it yet. I think you should. Think...
4: Alright, here we go. So Trump's turning himself in Thursday. Here's what he shared via True Social. Can you believe it? <laughs> I'll be going to Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday to be arrested by a radical left district attorney, Fanny. What you talking about, Willis? Yes, sir. I added the what you talking about. Willis.
2: a little creative uh, edit i'm fine <laughs> with that it's really the sucking back of the spit that captures uh, your over the top <laughs> trump I impression I,
4: d- I did that before i swallowed it went down the wrong pipe when i swallowed it, it was, it's like i couldn't stop coughing
2: you're ricky bobby yeah. choking on my own spit <laughs> so thursday is the day now this is going to be really interesting to see how the media covers this Because I think this was intentional because he had until Friday at noon, I believe, to turn himself in. He's choosing the day after the GOP primary debate.
4: I think it's genius on a couple levels and I think it works to Trump's advantage because he'll be in the news cycle uh, instead of the debates airing the night before. Right. And it's also good for Joe Biden because that GOP debate Happening tomorrow night, it's going to be a Biden bash fest. Make no mistakes about it. And instead of you know major news outlets covering what the GOP candidates had to say about Joe Biden, they're going to be covering the big bad orange man turning himself in. So I think it works both ways, actually. Here,
2: so if Donald Trump turns himself in in sometime in the morning, around two o'clock ish, you know, like in the afternoon, I should say. Uh, that means that the shelf life of talking about the debate the right. night before, which ends at 10 o'clock at night, assuming it ends on time, uh, is just really the overnight hours the morning and that's it. he should
4: he should show up when they open the doors right when they open the you know, I don't know when that would be eight nine a.m. I'd just be there waiting, sitting on the steps.
2: Just hey, camping out, yeah. tailgating.
4: <laughs> Could you imagine? A,
2: doing a rally. <laughs>
4: <laughs> exactly, a Trump tailgate to turn himself in. Now, the bad news is here, we're hearing reports that he will not be mugshotted.
2: Now, why do you say that's bad news?
4: Well, I mean, Trump wants that mugshot, don't you think? I mean, he wants that. I mean, he's selling like images of his mugshot on his his website. Like AI images, right? Um,
2: Who do you think wants it more, though? Donald Trump to campaign on, or these crazy lunatic leftists that the mere sight of an actual mugshot will make them drop their pants and treat their body like an amusement park?
4: <laughs> That's a good point. I just I was trying to make the point that yeah, Trump's going to use this, like you said, on the campaign trail to his advantage. He wants that mugshot, but I, I you know, people are saying because you know none of, none of that. Those kinds of things happened at his previous arrests and indictments.
2: But this one was supposed um, to be different because you had that super cocky uh, law enforcement official.
4: Yeah, his name was, was the sheriff, the Fulton County Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Quote, unless somebody tells me differently, we're following our normal practices. And so it doesn't matter your status. We'll have a mugshot ready for you. Narrator. Yeah.
2: Someone told him different. <laughs> So,
4: unless somebody tells me differently,
2: someone told him different. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Johnny is, Tough Guy, yeah. the night of the indictment. So it sounds like now things could change. You never know. I do. Uh, but yeah. it sounds like the mugshot will not be a thing this time around. Bond is set for two hundred grand, and uh, don't forget, there's eighteen co-defendants code in this situation too, including. Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis. We've
4: talked to Jenna Ellis before, haven't we? Yes. We have her on. We've had her on. She was at one point one of his advisors or spokespeople or something like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Trump's. She was at that wild Dominion press conference where Giuliani had like the hair dye running down (laughs) his face. And yeah, that was not a good look. But sounds like Thursday is going to be the day where Donald Trump turns himself in. Now, last night... One of his sons, Eric, Eric Trump, went on Newsmax. Friend of the show, by
4: the way. He's Eric, been on as yes. well.
2: Uh, Eric went on Newsmax and ripped the Biden Department of Justice because he sees what's happening with his father, and then he sees the Biden crime family getting away with everything.
5: It's deeply personal to me because if I if I ever jaywalked, if I literally jaywalked in the state of New York right now, they would try and find a reason to arrest me. If I had an email that had a comma out of place, they'd, had, they'd try and find a reason to literally throw me in jail for it. And then you see what this guy gets away with. I mean, Secret Service is pulling handguns out of dumpsters outside of, you know, supermarkets in 2018. You know, the guys going around the world taking money from Romania and China and all these other countries. Haley Biden and another children, you know, who have aren't in the business world, who have totally separate careers and totally separate jobs are getting money from all over the place through shell entities and, and these complicated structures. I mean, if Eric, if I did one 100th of that stuff, I, I would be locked up. The key would be thrown away. I wouldn't stand a damn chance. And then you see, the, you see the DOJ and how they cover for Hunter, how they cover for everybody. You see these sweetheart deals. Effectively, they try and slow walk everything to, to let them off on just statute of limitations. It's um, it's thing after thing, and it's literally cost the American people. It's caused them to lose faith in in government.
4: Yeah, exactly. You'd see Eric Trump, you'd see Don Jr. in orange jumpsuits, if the if the facts were the other way around. I mean, the shell corporations alone, those shell companies that that Hunter created, you know, funneling money left and right into bank accounts of, you know, all. What do these corporations
2: do? What do these LLCs do? By Why them? is the grandchild getting money? <laughs>
4: And, and certainly the fact that the vice president, then-vice president uh, Joe Biden, uh, is, is looking pretty sketchy in terms of his business dealings, 10% for the big guy.
2: And see, what Eric laid out is what I think a lot of these never-Trumpers don't understand. I think the majority of people are willing to say out loud, I don't know if Donald Trump is guilty or innocent. He may be guilty. I don't know. But at least investigate these things the same. Because there's a lot of stuff. There's cocaine. There's overseas deals. <laughs> there's threats to shakedown officials. I had them fired. Yeah. All of that oh, exists. Yeah. It's out there. So I think a lot of people just want a fair justice system. If you're going to go after Donald Trump, that's fine. If you think he had a big part in election interference or trying to overthrow the election, all right, fine. But damn it, look at the other side too, because it's clearly one-sided right now. Now, (laughs) Donald Trump will not be at the debate tomorrow. He is doing this interview thing with uh, Tucker Carlson, I believe, Ron DeSantis was asked his thoughts on Donald Trump not participating in the debate.
5: You know, you'll have to ask him. I mean, I think he has um, has a great opportunity to come out and, and do this. I think he owes it to people. Uh, I don't think our voters, even people that appreciate what he did, and I'm actually one that appreciated a lot of what he did, too, uh, I don't think they're going to look kindly on somebody that thinks they don't have to earn it. Now, I started off in my life working minimum wage jobs. I mean, I was a blue collar kid. I don't have anything handed to me, but I believed in America, you work hard, you can get ahead. That's what we should be showing for people. We shouldn't be displaying a sense of entitlement.
2: So I think you're going to start seeing Ron DeSantis be a little bit more outspoken against all the competitors, including Donald Trump. Because at this point, what does he have to lose? He's trailing substantially in the polls. Ramaswamy is right there on, with him. Yeah,
4: he's, he's neck and neck. What
2: do you—just a quick
4: question here. What do you think the ratings going to be like tomorrow night?
2: I think it'll be good, but it'll be down from previous years.
4: Down from, say, you know, 2015? Oh, when yeah. Donald Trump was involved in the debates,
2: oh yeah, absolutely. Oh,
4: Fox Fox News hates that. Fox News. I mean, geeks like us are going to watch it. Do you think the average, ordinary, everyday American who kind of pays attention to politics a little bit, watches the nightly news? Do you think they'll tune in for I a think GOP they primary will, debate,
2: but not to the level? of 2015 because 2015 you were attracting people who didn't even like politics they wanted to see Donald Trump up there and what he would say they wanted to see see the train wreck the circus and he delivered I mean he was ripping on Rosie O'Donnell right (laughs) off the gate you know going after Megyn Kelly uh he delivered and that hooked people in I think it's going to be a good number it's probably going to be number one uh, in the ratings but it will not be anywhere near what we saw in 2015 and uh Donald Trump was asked why he's not going to be there. They are nothing but losers. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Mr. President. You got me with that one. <laughs> Make sure you visit the Hammer and Nigel show merchandise store. Ooh, yeah. Get your Hammer and Nigel show t-shirts, hoodies, uh pint glass, it's right there for you. Baseball hat. Store.hammerandnigel.com. My wife was shocked that we
4: don't have the Hammer and Nigel shot glass. Is that think that might be a possibility? They are
2: coming. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff that is still coming to the store. We're going to start adding stuff every single week. So make sure you go back all the time. Check out the website. Don't put the wwws in there. It just screws things up. Just store dot hammer and nigel.com we're going to be adding stuff all the time right now we've got t-shirts hoodies uh, v-necks pint glass baseball hat check it out more stuff coming next week raise your hand if you like bacon i smell something oh man i smell
4: smell something back there
2: bacon festival getting ready to take place and we're going to have the folks in that run that bad boy smells good (laughs) next
4: the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. Also directly across from me, Julia from the Indiana Bacon Festival. Thank you for having me. And our friend Mel McMahon, who is from Indiana Originals, joining us live in studio. Julia brought us gifts, Hammer.
2: It smells so good in here. (laughs) Normally when Nigel and I are just in the studio, it's a mixture of booze, sweat and failure. But today (laughs) it smells like awesome bacon because we are talking about Indiana Bacon Festival. Julia, tell us about it.
0: Yeah, so this is the 10th annual Indiana Bacon Festival held in downtown Delphi, and it's all about bacon, bands, and brew. So seriously, yeah. think about the everything. Killer Bees right there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> everything bacon. There are 18 food vendors and there is bacon and just about everything.
2: Oh, I think that sold me right there. Right. I don't need to hear yeah, anything uh, else. All right. nice we can just go Julie. to commercial break <laughs> right now. That's right, it. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> so if somebody has never been to the Indiana Bacon Festival, mm-hmm. like, how much can you really do with bacon? Like, Take me through the experience of somebody who's never been there before.
0: <laughs> so like I said, it's all about bacon, bands, and brews. So you buy your ticket, you get in the gates, and that ticket gets you free samples of Indiana Kitchen bacon. So if you've never tried it, that is the perfect time. They're our main sponsor. So, and then there are food vendors. And so you get drink tickets and food tickets. And that gets you uh, into the beer garden. So we have Indiana beer and wine. And with these food vendors, I'm telling you, 18 of them. So think it's not your typical carnival food. It's, you know, there might be um, chicken legs, but they had to be wrapped in bacon. Okay. If it's cotton candy, it's got to have a bacon flavor. Uh, Hammer.
4: (laughs) Uh, Julia just handed me these. Mm. Bacon covered cookies? Did I get this right? (laughs) I know you're on a diet, Hammer. There's no way
2: I can beat Rob Kendall now on my diet. Oh man! Oh, look at this—the
0: bacon fluffer (laughs) netter. No, the this Stone looks amazing Bakery makes those. Yeah, she just does this once a year for the festival.
4: I'm taking a bite live on the air. Oh, I don't please. care what yes. kind of broadcast etiquette. is Just full <laughs> out the window with it. Go
2: for I it. think if yeah. we didn't eat the bacon on the air, we'd be a rude hosts. Uh, mm. Of
0: course, yes. That's oh why I brought God. it for y'all.
2: Now, you mentioned bands as a oh. part of this, too. What yeah. type of uh, music <laughs> can somebody expect?
0: So we have two stages this year. Our headliner is a, is Noah Thompson. So Noah, if you might remember, he won American Idol last year. So, oh, long wow. country artist. He's really amazing.
2: This is so good. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is unbelievable. Remember running in an like Stick and Icy and with
0: That's right? Bacon, right? Yep, that's right. Oh, wow. But yeah, we have other bands like uh, Zoo Funk You, the Blue Sky Band. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs>
2: sorry. We and I be go.
0: careful. Blue Funk or Zoo Funk You? Oh, <laughs> funk me, <Yeah>. funk you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, there's on that button. Uh, <laughs> the, that music button. for everybody enjoy from oldies classic rock country you name it
2: do you have to buy tickets in advance or can you get them like day of
0: you can buy them in advance they're only eight bucks right now day of is 15 so oh, wow. okay, still a great so we, value we
4: tried the um the bacon topped peanut butter cookie with icing what mm-hmm. what else do you have over there i see oh, you have something else over there we
0: do we have uh bacon candy bacon candy yeah we got a new vendor that's coming to us called the peanut butter pig and uh, That was my nickname <laughs> in high school, actually. Okay. <laughs> well, here's
2: well, then- your grown-up nickname. This one's the boozy flavor. The boozy.
0: Yep, you got to try the boozy candy. Big
2: bacon candy yep. boozy.
0: Boozy.
4: Does that have alcohol in it?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, just no, named it
2: boozy ago. for fun, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Nigel, you just ate the spicy one. Oh good, you doing okay? Oh man, you
0: doing all right. Yeah, should we get you water? Ooh, ooh, wow, yeah,
4: this that is, is spicy.
2: So good, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, how many years has <laughs> this been going on? This
0: is our tenth year. Yeah. Tenth year. Tenth year.
2: Has it grown? Like I know oh, you had some, probably yeah. some lean years with COVID and fighting that. Right. A lot of festivals never made it back post COVID. Right. How were you guys able to keep going on?
0: You know, last year we had our biggest year ever. About ten thousand people came. So wow. Yeah, it's it's been growing ever since we started COVID. Yeah, we took a break, but the next year. Back Came back strong, yeah. People love bacon.
4: Mel, you want to tell us a little about, a bit about Indiana Originals while you're here? Before yeah,
0: go? sure. So our mission-
4: I eat this boozy uh, flavor?
6: <laughs> <laughs> so, IndianaOwned.com is a website where we promote and support local Indiana-owned businesses. So, all of our members are locally owned and operated companies, and our mission is to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. I right know. On. One of the ways that we do that is by sponsoring events like this, that bring the community together, that celebrate what Hoosiers created and have to offer. And Julia just mentioned bacon, and I was in.
2: Right. We were talking about this yesterday a little bit. I love it when these businesses come together Because normally, let's be honest Everybody's a rival when you're running a business But sometimes you guys all get together And the group becomes stronger as a result of that I think that's Mm -hmm. awesome Yeah, Yeah.
0: absolutely Everybody just wants to celebrate and have a good time And and promote bacon, Indiana-owned products, Mm. and everything else
6: Yeah, collaboration's key
2: Now, I'm looking at the press release here Yeah I'm being told there's a bacon-eating contest (laughs) Yes, there is (laughs) Now, me again, I'm on a diet like? right now, but I, I am a ringer for hire. Okay. So if anybody needs a ringer for the bacon eating contest, maybe after my weigh-in on Friday, on my free day, it's on like Donkey Kong.
4: <laughs> uh, Julia, what's the yeah. best way to eat bacon? Extra crispy or kind of flimsy?
0: You know, it, <laughs> I, like mine I personally extra like it crispy. I,
4: I like the carcinogens soaking yeah, into my stomach. Yes, right. right?
0: Now they do make it wiggly, you know. Some of our uh, <laughs> wiggly some bacon. of our uh, wiggly bacon wiggly. eaters last year had some wiggly bacon, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's to see who can eat twenty five slices the fastest.
2: Oh man, that would be amazing! Yeah. You should be in on this. Yeah, I totally know. should. Why are you not next there next year? If you guys have like a and this is such a lame word, celebrity, celebrity contest, yeah. <laughs> you know, like radio hosts, like the lowest ring of the celebrity <laughs> fandom, I totally want to be a part of this.
0: Absolutely, yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, it's only 25 slices. We have nine contestants. That's it. So once those are sold out, it's sold out.
2: You know you're a fat guy like me when you hear (laughs) only 25 slices and you're like, that's it? (laughs) it? 25 slices, that's all that I get?
0: But I mean, the prize is amazing. It's free bacon for a year, so why not? Wow. Wow.
2: Dude, I, I, that yeah, sounds amazing it, right there. Like, mm-hmm. I will compete to win that. I got two teenage boys at home, <laughs> one in college, free bacon for a year. That goes a long absolutely. way. You guys
6: should do a test.
2: Maybe go against each other, do your own little do mini bacon contest, right, see who yeah.
4: would win. Maybe we come back and do it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely.
2: absolutely. So, one more time, where can somebody get all their mm-hmm. tickets, all their information about Indiana Bacon Fest?
0: So, go to indianabaconfestival.com or you'll find us on Facebook and Everything is there with the menus, the map, how to buy tickets, all the bands, all the fun.
2: Everything is better with bacon. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. Julia, Mel, thank you so much for coming in and joining us.
1: Great, Great to see so you. Much. Yep.
2: it's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Life is full of things to
1: manage: your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kisimta, ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kisimta.
3: You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show.
4: Yeah, I think this is Biden at his worst. This is the worst thing I've ever seen him do. I mean, forget about the, uh, you know, looking at your watch while you're watching the coffins of the fallen military, Afghanistan, um, uh, you know, the fallen unloaded off that plane. This, this just pales by comparison to what he did. He was just a complete embarrassment in Hawaii yesterday, Hammer.
2: The whole trip, there wasn't just one moment that was embarrassing it was the entire two plus hours that he was there. So, <laughs> Only two hours. Right. Only two hours. Only two hours, and he found a way to have multiple embarrassing moments. Yay! <laughs> so I think the most embarrassing, and this is so cringe-worthy, Joe Biden comparing the deadly Hawaiian fires that ultimately could have a death toll around nine hundred. Because the death toll is over 100 now. There's about 850 missing. So when it's all said and done, this could be a death toll around 900 people. And he compares that to the time he had a kitchen fire.
10: I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday, and lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, (laughs) and my cat.
4: Oh, that is so cringeworthy. A little kitchen fire nobody was really ever in
2: danger. And the Washington Times when this happened, you can look this up, when this happened they claimed that it was a small fire contained to the kitchen and it was under control in 20 minutes. And Joe Biden just compared that to possibly 900 people burned to death. Here's Jesse Waters on his program last night. Okay. Biden never lost his home from a lightning strike. He had a small kitchen fire that was contained in less than 20 minutes. And the fact that he went to Hawaii with almost a thousand people missing over a hundred dead and no one has a home anymore and said, I lost my home too a lie when there was a small kitchen fire. That was pretty disgraceful.
4: Our uh, pal, Tony Kennett, who's pretty soon going to have his own show here on this radio station. Uh, He is an investigative reporter for The Daily Signal. He's been on the ground in uh, Hawaii, in Maui. And (laughs) he was in a bar last night when Joe Biden said that. People were watching Joe Biden's comments as, as he said it live. And he wrote about it. And we'll ask about him tomorrow when he comes on his daily spot. Um, this is quote, this is the most despicable thing this president has ever said. A restaurant owner in Maui told the Daily Signal via text message. How do you compare almost losing your effing Corvette to the children burned in their effing homes, man? Uh, at a small sandwich shop, a former teacher described how she felt after the comment. There are no words in response to something like that. There's a 1,000 people still missing on an island, business owners who want people to come back and who is going to come to a scheduled island with people still missing. The community members have rallied together and have taken care of each other. It was several days before the feds came and helped. They shut down a road for no good reason, except they didn't want people trampling over the rescue search sites. Nobody understands that they're useless here. So the, the response there is twofold. The federal response, Um, from people that are living there in Maui. Federal response is, is a mess. And the comments made by Joe Biden were totally insulting and insensitive.
2: Even before he got there, it was no comment. Don't want to talk about it. He was bothered on vacation. He didn't want to have to be the president. Joe Biden was ticked off. His vacation was interrupted by a crisis in one of our states. He didn't even want to be there. Now keep in mind, Hawaii is a blue state. Hawaii is a pretty solid blue state. But you just heard what Nigel said about these locals talking yeah. about Joe Biden, the to Tony Kennett. Take a listen to this. This was a video of when Joe Biden, Dr. Jill, and crazy Maisie, Maisie Hirono, were walking around looking at some of the damage. Go Haven't heard that since the uh, football games, the college football games a number of years ago. That's a blue state, comfortably blue. Heavy blue. Heavy blue with the blank Joe Biden chant. I love it. Now, it's bad enough to compare almost losing your Corvette to all these people who have died. But later on, there's video that shows Joe Biden attending this ceremony honoring those who have passed away and i don't know if he's asleep dozing off nodding off it looks like it the video's all over online it looks like joe biden dozed off for about a good 20 seconds well
4: it was you know interrupting nap time and it was the time difference there in hawaii i'm sure he's very tired he's 80 plus years old hammer i mean
2: what do you want doze off i know When the deceased are being honored and I've seen some Biden defenders trying to say, well, he was praying. No, he wasn't. You watch that video. You could see him kind of fade out. He's breathing heavy. He's trying to wake himself back up. That was about 20 seconds of going to sleep during a ceremony honoring people who have burned to death. This is the same guy that checked his watch when the caskets arrived after the debacle in Afghanistan.
4: This is the same guy that told the Afghanistan Gold Star families that, hey, I know what you're going through. My son died as a result of Iraq, which is completely false. I mean, it's, it's, his son was a, a lawyer in the JAG Corps over there, and he died of brain cancer after he
2: got home. So after humiliating himself... And the administration, for just a couple of hours on Hawaii, he hopped back on a bird, went to Lake Tahoe for his second vacation of the month. And he's staying at the uh, home ran by billionaire climate investor Tom Steyer. It's an $18 million mansion. So for those of you scoring at home, Joe Biden was on vacation when the Hawaii wildfires happened. His first words on hundreds of dead Americans were no comment. He then went on a second vacation to a liberal billionaire's mansion while calling for more aid to Ukraine and then finally traveled to Maui two weeks after the fires joked about how hot the ground was mispronounced the names of everybody there told the complete lie about how his house was almost burned to the ground joked about how he knows how they're feeling because he almost lost his Corvette fell asleep during a meeting and is now back on vacation
4: all in a day's work for this president
2: Hawaii I feel bad for these people oh man it's awful there's a small cynical part of me, and I know this is horrible, that if you vote for this kind of stuff, you don't get to complain, right? If you're somebody that votes blue all the time, you don't get to complain when nonsense happens. But I'm going to be the bigger man because there's a lot of people that need help in that island right He still right hasn't
4: now. been to East Palestine. There are t- over 200 people that are still still haven't been able to go back to their homes in East Palestine. And you know why he hasn't been there? It's because of the reaction to that audio you just played while he was walking around during the damage with Crazy Maisie, uh, the representative out of Hawaii. That reaction, the F. Joe Biden. Imagine that tenfold if he ever went to uh, that East Palestine.
2: So while the crisis in Hawaii is happening, don't forget the border crisis, still very much a thing. And there are other threats to the mainland and homeland as well. But DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says the thing we really need to be concerned about is climate change.
1: Jay Johnson, someone who has held your role before, has told me he believes
6: the climate crisis may be the greatest threat to U.S. national security. Do you agree with that?
4: I
7: think it is one of the most prominent threats that we face.
2: Okay. Okay.
4: We better go attack India and China, then, if it's an existential threat, because they don't care about climate change.
2: No, <laughs> not China's at all. China's
4: putting up coal factories all over the place.
2: Not in better the go least.
4: Attack. Better go attack. Why is he concentrating? Why does he say climate change? Just concentrate on the border. Well, the, there's a problem, though, Nige. He's an idiot. <laughs> oh, that that's that does present somewhat of a problem for our, our DHS secretary. Yeah.
2: Um, one potential problem some people talk about is artificial intelligence, AI, taking over the workforce, putting a lot of people out of jobs, a lot of negative chatter about AI. Yeah, a
4: writer's strike um, in Hollywood. They don't like this stuff.
2: But here's a positive story about AI. Really? A new research report shows that an eye scan, getting your eyes scanned, boosted by artificial intelligence, boosts your detection of Parkinson's by nearly seven years. No wait, say it again. So AI? if you go to the optometrist and they're looking at your eyes, there's a program now. This study done by some universities overseas. There's an artificial intelligence program that claims if you work with this program and the optometrist look at this, Whoa. they can help detect early signs of Parkinson's. Seven years. Up to seven years, yes. So you could get a head start on some detection with this specific program that AI has created. Okay, so it's not all bad. It's not all bad. And the other way that it's not all bad is... We now can kind of predict what certain politicians will say. Mm -hmm. So Joe Biden, he kind of made that half-assed announcement that he's running for re-election, but it lacked energy and it really wasn't what he wanted to say. It was written for him. With AI, we know exactly what Joe Biden should have said when he announced his bid to become president again. Hi,
10: folks. President Joe Biden speaking. How are things And hey, how about that Fred Lasso show on TV? (laughs) Jill and I love to watch that while we Netflix and f. (laughs) Not a joke. Anyway, as you might imagine, I get asked a lot of questions on a daily basis. But the two questions I get asked the most often are this Number one, why the hell do you keep sniffing, children? (laughs) And number two, Are you really planning to run for a second term, even though you're probably going to die pretty soon? The answer to the first question is that it's none of your damn business. The answer to the second question is this. I forgot the question. Anyway, I want you all to know that despite the incredible damage I've done to this formerly great nation, there's still more work to be done. So as of today, I am officially declaring my intention to run for reelection in 2024. Pause for effect and then read the next (laughs) line. God help us all. Thank you for your attention. And please be sure to follow the people that pretend to be me on the social medias. I'm Joe Biden, and I read this message all by myself. Hey, Nigel, what the hell do you think you're laughing at, pal? You better shut your mouth or you're going to end for a problem. You too, Hammer. How'd you like to step outside right now and run a few laps, fat? All right, I gotta go. Rock the vote in 2024, everybody. Let's go, Brandon.
2: See? AI's not so bad. (laughs) Oh,
4: wow. I'm crying. The only problem with that is is, is Biden's too clear. (laughs) Like, that was Biden from, like, 20 years ago.
2: Right. (laughs) But that's what he would have said, though. It's the Hammer and Nigel (sighs) show. Right now, we've got partly sunny... 88 with a heat index near hell at the American Standard <laughs> Cooling Weather Center at 93 WIBC.
4: Studies show that people are now suffering from screen apnea. Oh, it's not real. Not We're making that stup. up. Not sleep apnea. Screen apnea. Screen that's, apnea. That's where you hold your breath while looking and reading off a screen. Why do you hold your breath? I don't know. Some professor of psychiatry in North Carolina the university of north carolina says that screen apnea is a manifestation of our body's stress response here is a a little bit more from the the professor
3: it's because we're focusing so much on the screen focusing so much on how we appear or what we're next going to say
4: does that make any sense do you hold your breath while you're while you're reading a news story off the screen or an email like
2: no why (sighs) would you hold your breath (sighs)
4: what you just said you just heard her say it's a manifestation of our body's stress response when deciphering stimuli
2: Imagine if we held our breath every single time we looked at our email and saw a reply all from somebody in this company. Or a, or
4: a, or a uh, gone from work notice.
2: Right. Somebody in the other building who's gone for the day that we've never met before. Now we have that email, and then there are the jagoffs that reply all. Have a great day. Look forward to having you back in the office. Stop replying all.
4: Oh, man. I love our boss's boss. Uh We'll give out Colts tickets, and he'll mass email everybody. He says, if you hit reply all, you are automatically out of the drawing. Good for him. (laughs) Really? Good for him. Dion sends those emails. (laughs) If you hit reply all, you are no longer in the drawing for the
2: Colts tickets. (laughs) And people will still reply all. I know. (laughs) It's unbelievable.
4: Oh, reply all, guys, the worst.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And if there's ever a new hire... You're going to be looking at that screen oh all day. Boy. Welcome <gasps> aboard. Welcome aboard. Like 85 people replying all. Just go find the person and tell them, <laughs> welcome aboard. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.
1: Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kisimta Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kisimta.
5: hammer and nigel
4: Can you
9: believe these characters are weirdos so
4: let's rock yeah hammer all of central indy under a heat advisory today and then we're going next level tomorrow and the rest of the week getting upgraded to an excessive heat warning uh-oh starting tomorrow morning running through late thursday
2: so the temperatures themselves will be in the 90s, creeping closer to 100 by like...
4: Thursday, it's Thursday. To, I, I read 100 on Thursday.
2: Now, when you're talking about the heat index or the heat indices, if you want to call it that, uh, today, we're looking at around 105. That's what it feels like if you're outside you with kidding? no shade. And what is it What is it right now? Right now, it's only about 89 degrees. And it feels like What? hundred and five.
4: Oh no wait, it's ninety one right now. I just looked. Ninety one degrees, and I was, so what's it, what's it going to be like on Thursday when we're supposed to hit a hundred?
2: Uh, the range will be anywhere from one hundred and five to hundred and fifteen. I like the plural
4: for, for index. By the way,
2: indices.
4: I, I didn't. I didn't know that. What it was. What it was called. I was watching Tara Hastings this morning on Wish. She kept on saying heat indices. Heat indices. I go. What? What? What's going on? How's
2: is that like, a, you know, somewhere you go to get heat the <laughs> the heat indices <laughs> like in? An... <laughs> hey, by the way, that, that reminds me. Why? Like
4: uh, the other thing I saw in Wish today is like, like some of the local public pools that Indy runs are shutting down. Like the one place you go to get cool off in the water.
2: Right. You're That'd be shut the one down? place you'd want to go, right? The swimming pool, and they're closing down because of the heat. That's like saying, yeah, these air conditioning companies and fan companies and ice cream parlors, we're going to shut down because it's hot. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point, though. That's you know why you're there, right?
4: Yeah, I was. Uh, I went down to my neighbor's pool for a little while on Sunday, and uh, they, they turned the heat off in the pool because Sunday was like the first day. And we didn't get there until like 435 o'clock, so they'd been sitting under the sun all day. It was still cold when I got in. That's a great place to go to cool off. And that's a great
2: feeling, too, when you just cannonball right into a pool, and it's cold, and you get it all on yourself. That's how it's done. Like, trying to slowly walk yourself into it sucks.
4: Yeah, but on a day when it's like 95 degrees, and you've got swamp ass, because you've been out in the yard working all day, and then you jump in, and it's still freezing. It's still I was like, still, it shocked me. Did you pee in their pool? Um, So Wednesday and Thursday, the heat indices uh, (laughs) ranging from 105 to 115 degrees.
2: So what you're saying is that it's freaking hot. It's freaking hot. (laughs) It's freaking hot. The ocean's become a giant lobster pot. It's freaking hot. (laughs) It's freaking hot hotter than a wife whose husband just got caught oh no i look to the sky say god please send help but what good is heaven i'm already burning in hell <laughs> no. it's friggin hot it's friggin hot my bowl of Dippin' dots are now dripping drops it's friggin <laughs> hot it's friggin hot like Margot Robbie tossed in Carolina Reaper wing sauce. Your girl's <laughs> acting crazy, has a bad attitude. You would too if you had sweat dripping from your boobs. <laughs> it's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin'
4: hot. That song will be in my head for the rest of the
2: day. It's friggin' hot. Um, Dick Sporting Goods got some bad news today. Um, their stock tumbling as much as 24%, and it's because their second quarter profits missed the mark. Now, some would say, well, Dick Sporting Goods, they chose to get involved in the gun debate. But Dick Sporting Goods is coming out and going, it has nothing to do with that. It's people are stealing our crap, and they're not being held accountable for it.
4: Well, yeah, you mentioned the gun aspect of it. They stopped selling, quote unquote, assault style weapons a few years ago. And then they also initiated a pilot program that uh, stopped selling firearms altogether in some of their stores. But yeah, I mean, this, this, I mean, you see footage of it all over the place on, on Twitter or X or whatever you call it. You see footage of these random, I mean, mobs coming in and just calmly, casually emptying the store, walking out with hundreds of dollars worth of merchandise, and their employees have been told, no, don't do anything about it, and the cops won't arrest them.
2: Retail theft is a big issue, not just for dicks, but for some other major companies around the country. And it comes to a breaking point when you have super progressive, super woke, weak prosecutors, oh, I don't know, let's say Ryan Mears, for example, that turn the other cheek of people breaking the law, criminal theft. Oh, it's just grabbing a little something and walking out of the store. We're not going to send our officers after that. Well, if everybody does that, you find yourself in a situation where in 2021, um, $94.5 billion worth of merchandise was stolen from various retail outlets in America. Wow. I mean we're talking about billions of dollars. This is a big time industry here. And whether it's, you know, telling the police not to chase somebody or don't get involved in pursuits or just letting them steal the theft, this is the result of that kind of stuff right here. It's ridiculous.
4: I do love Dick's Sporting Goods though. I mean even the even the gun stuff notwithstanding. Um one of my favorite places and <laughs> one of my friends kids uh they had this story they walked in there you know she's uh, i don't know like 10 years old or something like that she walked into Dick's sporting goods the other day she goes i love the smell of dicks oh
2: <laughs> oh bless her heart
4: i know she's probably talking about the
2: leathery smell of oh, the baseball gloves she, she's and... right i
4: love the smell of Dick's sporting goods but just just to add the sporting goods Right. The next time you comment on the smell of that store.
2: Yes, yes. So that would be
4: my recommendation to my daughter if she that ever said that.
2: Pull her to the side. Now, honey, <laughs> always make sure you say the full name of the store. That's very important. <sighs> um, so where are we at with aliens? Do we care or not? Aliens? Because it feels like it was just a couple weeks ago that that whistleblower guy, uh, David Grush, came out and said, yeah, the government has the vessels, they've got the bodies, they've dragged them before. Yeah,
4: wasn't he in the military? I mean, he had
2: credentials. Right. Yeah, But it seems like nobody cared. Like, are we at that point now in society where nobody cares? And the reason I bring this up is that there's an airline pilot that claims he saw a UFO during a flight in July. Ooh! This was a a pilot that was doing a flight from uh, Puerto Rico to New York, and it was just off the coast of New York in the waters where this shiny white light was flying all around, and he took some video of it. You can find it on social media. But again, I just... I feel like an alien could walk out on that debate stage tomorrow with like a big green head and I don't think anybody would be shocked. People would be like, "Well, it's still not Donald Trump. Let's see what he's saying to Tucker." Like that's where we're at. We're so into politics now that we're getting pretty close to confirming alien life form and people are just like, "Eh."
4: Well, look, I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, every time you hear about an alien life form or somebody, you know, a crashed vehicle that that looks like it was a UFO. Like, I don't understand how aliens could be so smart and, and, and travel billions of light years away, come visit us, and just to crash in the desert. <laughs> right? Well, you, the- you can navigate the universe, but you get into Earth's atmosphere, you crash at Area 54.
2: Yeah, maybe that's the thing. But, you know, the crash is the key word. Maybe there's something wacky about our atmosphere they're not used to. You'd think they'd know that, Bill, though.
4: Do some research.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be saying. like Independence Day either. I think if there's an alien invasion, we're in trouble. Remember when Charles Barkley said that about the Dream Team? You know, they were getting ready to take on some country that had just been playing basketball for a couple of years yeah. Angola I don't know much about Angola but Angola's in trouble <laughs> well when it comes to the aliens I don't know much about what they got but we're in trouble
4: <laughs> I, I swear to god though like Joe Rogan makes a great point like if some of those creatures you see at the bottom of the ocean on these National Geographic specials if we were to see that creature on Mars like like we'd all be freaking out but just because it's at the bottom of the ocean on Earth it's like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird.
2: Right. If it had it legs, be, it was crawling around yeah, and walking around. It would some freak you out. There are some
4: strange creatures crawling around at the bottom of the ocean, and we're all just like, eh, yeah. that's pretty cool. If you, saw, if you saw that on Neptune or Mars <laughs> or wherever, we'd be freaking out.
2: What if they were crawling around your basement? Yeah, and you exactly. just walked down there,
4: ah! <laughs> I've, I've had worse crawling around in my basement, trust me. Emma and Nigel presents is...
10: It depends upon what
7: the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Is this
4: anything? All right, let's rock and roll. Rock Hammer, and roll. how do we play? Is this anything?
2: I will run some stories by you. You will be the one that breaks down all the information and gives us a final verdict. Is the story anything or not? Dateline, Kentucky. Kentucky! Kentucky! A Kentucky man accidentally shot his girlfriend in the foot at the state fair. (laughs) Jeez. We could just stop right there. (laughs) A Kentucky man accidentally (laughs) shot his girlfriend in the foot at the state fair when he lost control of his gun. Amari McClung had an unsecured (laughs) handgun in his waistband. Come on, Amari. And it went off when he tried to catch it as the gun slipped out. (sighs) Here are some fairgoers weighing in with what they thought about the incident.
5: Things happened. Guy just dropped it. Messed up her foot a little bit, but she'll probably be alright. All really? They can they can bring whatever they want to hear. Maybe like a little check in so like they know everybody that has one and everybody in and out just so there's no confusion.
4: Things happened. He just dropped it. Shot her in the foot. Really messed her up. Dotty oh. Baker lives. Man, this it's just I hate stories like this because it's like I feel like it's the exception rather than the rule with you know And the, the gun nuts the gun grabbers the moms demand action the people, you know The, the betos of the world that want to take every one of your guns away from you will point to stories like this Please listen to me if you are somebody that carries constantly Could you just not put it in your waistband? Could you just maybe use a holster? And They have ones that you can I mean even if it's concealed carry you can just put it under your shirt,
2: right? Somewhere Jefferson Shreve's like, "The hell you can!" <laughs> Over my dead body, there,
4: <laughs> tough guy. But uh, yeah, it's stories like these. Just the gun grabbers love, and they love to point them out. And it, it just if you are a gun owner, I mean, just just please be responsible, gun guy. Guy Relford would tell you the same thing. He's the most staunch two A advocate I've ever met in my life, and he'll say. I mean, he wrote the handbook, Gun Safety for Dummies.
2: Right. And there's nothing that responsible gun owners hate more yes. than an irresponsible gun owner, because you're making everybody look bad. And this hick from Kentucky, <laughs> Allison, I'm sorry, Allison's not here. Kylan's here today. Kylan, can you play that beginning of that guy just one more time, please?
5: Things happen. God has dropped it. <laughs> messed up her foot a little bit. Things happen. God has dropped <laughs> Things happen. Things
2: happen just dropped it a little bit <laughs> things happen <laughs> it's so good <laughs> beer's on sale people come, come down, down and get, get you some. some is this anything you have to hand it to billy mcfarland if at first you don't succeed and you go to prison for it try try again uh, he's the fire fest guy right He's announcing that tickets are on sale for Firefest 2. <laughs> There's no lineup what? and no venue other than the Caribbean. Here's what he posted on social media and yes, he was wearing a robe.
3: What's up guys? This is a big day because as of right now, Fire Festival 2 tickets are officially on sale. It has been the absolute <laughs> wildest journey to get here, and it really all started during the seventh month stint in solitary confinement. I wrote out this 50-page plan of how it would take this overall interest <laughs> and demand in fire and how it would take my ability to bring people from around the world together to make the impossible happen, but how it would find the best partners in the world to allow me to be me while executing FIRE's vision to the highest level. I've also break. worked with one of the biggest production companies to sign a deal to produce FIRE Festival, the Broadway music Finally, today, we are announcing Fire Festival 2. We spoke to people as far away as the Middle East and South America, uh-huh, and ultimately, sure. we decided that Fire Festival 2 is coming back to the Caribbean. We are targeting Fire Festival 2 for the end of next year, and in the meantime, we'll be doing pop-ups and events across the world. Guys, this is your chance to get in. This is everything I've been working towards. So let's go.
4: Did you see the Netflix special on this guy, on the oh, yeah. Festival? Oh, yeah. This guy, okay, so Billy, this guy's name's Billy McFarlane. He did. He served four years of a six-year run stretch uh, for fraud, dealing with the well, the first failed fire festival. So tickets for this this non-existent concert that says it will be held december 6th of the caribbean next year to see who knows who you know the tickets are ranging like from 499 to 7,099 999 good lord like if you buy a ticket if you are a sucker and buy a ticket to this grifters fry fest two, are you kidding he went to jail for
2: four years
4: for that disaster for that fraud
2: I kind of want to hear the musical. Like he mentioned in his rant oh, that yeah, yeah, he yeah, signed weird. a deal for a musical. We got robbed. <laughs> we slept on dirt. We starved and we got robbed. People
4: dancing around. We starved. Like they were literally serving, what, baloney sandwiches to people that paid like $3,000 to come to this thing? And he was sleeping on dirt, like yeah. under like a
2: tent <laughs> or something like that. It was such a ripoff. And you know what? If you give this guy any of your money, he deserves to have your money.
4: I love how he said in that clip, yeah, I was in solitary confinement for 50 days, and I came up with this brilliant plan. Fire (laughs) (laughs) 2.
2: Wrote it all down on paper. Did it ever occur to him why he was in the joint in the first place? (laughs) No? Okay. Um, (laughs) Is this anything? Wow. Did you have bedroom parents or living room parents? I'm sorry? Bedroom parents or living room parents? You're going to have to... listen as this TikToker explains the difference. I asked my husband, were his parents living room parents or bedroom parents growing up? I
1: grew up with bedroom parents. And he was like, oh yeah, my parents were living room parents. They did not really hang out in their bedroom. Like We didn't go in their room because like you respected their bedroom unless you were like invited in i didn't know that like living room parents were a thing until i was like much older because like my parents were bedroom parents but like also my best friend growing up her parents were bedroom parents okay so like i thought that was normal so like when you grow up with something that like happens all the time you think that's the norm and then you see something different and you're like what is happening what is
4: this did you have bedroom parents or did you have living room parents what is this Listen, like, every woman on TikTok sounds the same. I'm sorry. God, I now, hate TikTok. Not that notwithstanding, do you know what she's talking about? Like, like when I was growing up, yeah, my parents were never bedroom parents. Yeah, were where always, do they
2: hang out at mainly? Like, if you come home from something, where are they at? Is that it? Yeah. The, the, bedroom, no, I'm bedroom. I'm sorry, living room at the Hammer House. Yeah. Like, I'd walk through the front door. They'd be watching TV. Like, honestly, our
4: kids hang out in our bedroom more than my wife and I. Because we have big, t- big TV in there. And they'll come in in the morning and watch TV before they go to school. And then maybe after school. Like, Because one kid will want to watch one show. Another kid will want to watch another show. So one will be up in our bedroom one will be on the couch. But, yeah, I think me and Lin- yeah, Lindsay and I are definitely, like, kitchen, living room.
2: Definitely. <laughs> you know you're fat when I'm a kitchen parent, to be honest. <laughs> bedroom, living room, my ass, I'm a kitchen parent. I'm a beer fridge parent. <laughs> it's the Hammer and Nigel show.
7: You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel
8: Show.
2: It's The Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. We got Matt Bear doing the traffic, Harrison Silcox Ugh. with the news, Kylan filling in today, doing a great job. Now, we're streaming this show on YouTube. Look for the WIBC YouTube stream. Nigel, are you okay? Because if anybody was watching the stream right before the last commercial, you ran out of the studio.
4: Oh, man, I don't know what happened. I've been fighting off something in my stomach for like the past forty-five minutes. I don't know if I ate diarrhea. Bad. No, 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 no no-rea. But like I, I, started dry heaving in the bathroom across the, and then eventually a bunch of liquid came up.
2: You throw I don't know up what... more than anybody I know. <laughs> is this is this because you're a raging alcoholic or?
4: <laughs> no, I don't. I haven't had anything today. Of
2: course. Maybe that's why.
4: <laughs> no, that's not. I I have no clue what just happened, but you, I, I regret that it didn't happen on the air. It should be our only regret. Not that I have never puked on the air before, because I have.
2: Woody Harrelson's character in Kingpin, uh, Munson, Roy Munson, <sighs> in that film, I don't throw up when I drink. I throw up when I don't.
4: <laughs> Maybe that's it.
2: <laughs> I got some tall boys in the fridge. If that's gonna settle no, you down a little no, bit, no, no, no. I,
4: I think I ate something bad.
2: Because right now your face is a hazy shade of I was, Boris I Yeltsin. I was in there
4: dry heaving. I was in there dry heaving. Eventually, like you know, I had some uh, uh, like some Kool Aid in this uh, water bottle earlier, and that came up. Like and I'm all drinking red. the same
2: thing. I've got the like uh, the mixer in yeah, the, the water The Crystal here. Light,
4: the Crystal Light packet,
2: the fruit punch packet. But yeah, this monster.
4: I mean, this monster came right back up. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. I feel better now, though.
2: Interesting.
4: Maybe it might be time for a beer. <laughs> I
2: think it is. I think it is. Um, <sighs> man. Um, so, I think we're streaming. Kylan, are we still streaming on the uh, the YouTube thing? Take a look at Nigel's face. We'll get the stream back up here. And again, you, right now, you look like a mixture of Nicolas Cage <laughs> in leading Las Vegas and Boris t- Yeltsin. <laughs>
4: It's you know that the face you get the uh, the eyes they're they're bloodshot and you you like you throwing up that's the kind of face I have
2: right now. You came in like during the commercial <laughs> break, like out of breath. You might have to do this on your own. Like and you stormed out. Yeah. And I just looked at Kylan and I was like, this is normal. Just... <laughs> is not, the Poor Kylan I'm... was concerned, I had to tell her no, no, wait he minute. throws up all the time. No, No,
4: wait a minute. The only time I've ever thrown up is on the air. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so let that be known. You're telling uh, your disgusting stories about how you smashed a cocoa puff in your night in your nostril.
2: Well, there was also the story that swallowed the fly. That lady that was oh, talking on, TV, on the broadcaster. TV. Oh yeah, and she so swallowed gross. a big bug. <coughs> um, oh well. a lot of talk about Hawaii in the news. Joe Biden's ridiculous response, his embarrassing response to Hawaii in the news. But don't forget about East Palestine, Ohio they had a disaster earlier this year and things are still not fixed things are still bad it's august 22nd east palestine ohio 200 families are still unable to return home because of ridiculous incompetence from joe biden's epa take a listen why
10: is this cleanup taking so long when some people are still getting sick from these chemicals
5: Yeah, John, well, initially the EPA said that this would be done by June. Then it was July. Then it was August. And now, as you mentioned, it's not expected to be done until sometime next year. And those delays are not because of the Norfolk Southern Railways. They're because of the EPA, the EPA, how long it is taking the agency to run tests and to approve plans to actually get the work done. Two hundred families are still unable to return to their home.
2: That's an amazing number. And Joe Biden never made it to Ohio.
4: Yeah, because the FJB chant would be loud and proud there.
2: A state that voted against him last time around. And I remember Corrine (laughs) Jean-Pierre always going up there, just lying to people, saying uh, the president will make his way out to Ohio. Uh, He's just waiting for the right time. He's not waiting for the right time. He's not going to East Palestine. And even if he did, it would be a distraction. It'd probably be... It would be FJB with him and
4: Crazy Maisie. That audio that you played earlier of uh, Joe Biden and Crazy Maisie, the representative out of Hawaii taking a tour of the damage, the wildfires in Hawaii. There were audible chants of F Joe Biden. Not let's go, Brandon. No, no, no. The big daddy. And you'd go do that in a state that actually elected J.D. Vance, MAGA Trump supporter J.D. Vance as a senator. You might have that times a hundred.
2: You know, it's interesting that those chants, which used to be at every, well, not every, but a lot of major college football stadiums, right? Every Monday we would come in, here's the chant from LSU, here's the chant from Alabama, here's the chant from, you know, you name the stadium, it was there. All of a sudden it went away quickly. Sure did. And what we found out was that a lot of school presidents, they kind of said, if we catch you, chanting f joe biden really or being disruptive as they called it then you could get in trouble at school so what needs to happen is a bunch of dudes who don't even go to the school like <laughs> us we start buying up the tickets i like it and i mean let's be honest tickets at purdue and indiana are available so if you wanted to go there and just get a big <laughs> section to get it going you probably could uh this story is scares the crap out of me now you always talk about Nigel how one of your fears is getting mauled to death by an animal whether that's yes. a shark yep. a bear mm-hmm. or something like that i have a fear of getting poisoned and stories like this don't help that cause at all three people have died following a listeria outbreak at a family-owned hamburger joint in tacoma washington what Turns out the milkshake machine was dirty, and they didn't clean it. And that led to bacteria, which led to six hospitalizations, three deaths. And those people that were hospitalized were between the ages of 40 and 79. Investigators found listeria in the ice cream machines, which were not cleaned correctly, and no other uh, restaurants of this chain, a frugal's, were affected. So you, one store, just one restaurant not cleaning out their ice cream machine led to three people dying and a bunch of others having to go to the hospital. Do you know how rare listeria is? Like, uh, like fewer than 20,000 cases per
4: year in the United States. And you're telling me three people that went to the same restaurant and ordered from the same milk, or milk machine, the shake machine, got sick and died? Oh no, I just read what some of the symptoms of listeria are, including vomiting and diarrhea. Oh, that's you! That's (laughs) you! I I don't have a stiff neck and I don't have a fever, though. I don't have a headache. Because
2: Bill Stone on the YouTube chat says, I'm calling it right now, Nigel calls in tomorrow. (laughs) I feel fine now. I don't know what happened. Um, So there's this story going around about Melania Trump. Now, Melania Trump, the wife of Donald Trump, she according to reports, is furious at her husband, not because of the Stormy Daniels stuff, not because of anything else, but Donald Trump, back when he was active on social media, shared a meme that had Baron Trump in it. Now, the meme oh. was, it was a picture of Baron Trump next to Joe Biden, and the caption was like, to level the playing field next time, it's going to be Barron Trump debating Joe <laughs> Biden. So it's complimentary to Barron, and it's a knock on Joe. But Melania, she doesn't want any pictures of Barron at all. And I think Don Jr. also shared it. Um, <laughs> How old is he? He's teenager, and he is tall. I mean, this kid is tall
4: i never saw the meme that's hilarious i never saw that and so the reports are now melania is really upset right yeah she
2: was willing to forgive donald trump for stormy daniels and all the other things yeah, that but go yeah, along mama with it mama
4: bear will cut you open to protect her cub though right stormy daniels who cares about those hush money payments right you post baron on a tweet to further your political opponent
2: And I don't necessarily think it was a political post. It was Donald saying, I got faith that Barron could beat Joe Biden in a debate right now. And hell, I got to be honest with him. I agree. Give me Barron Trump against Joe Biden right now. I I could take that
4: differently, though. I could say my son's so stupid that even he can beat Donald Trump.
2: Okay, I didn't think of it that way. Okay. Okay. Either way, Melania doesn't want him involved at all. Joe Biden's so dumb. Even my idiot son Barron could beat him. See, I didn't think of it that way. So maybe Melania took it that way. But all I know is that if Melania Trump hits the market and Britney Spears is on the market, man, I'm going to have to do some soul searching. (laughs) I'm going to have to call Crystal Hammer up and go, i got to make a decision. Is Britney still my hall pass? Oh, I'm
4: going with Melania.
2: Or can I switch? Can I go over to Melania? It's the Hammer and Nigel show.
4: The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. So yesterday we had this story about Queen, the, uh, the the band you're listening to now, and the song Fat Bottom Girls and how it's mysteriously dropped from the group's new greatest hits album on this, this audio platform, Yodo, which is mainly aimed at younger audiences.
2: Right. Now, Fat they- Bottom Girls is a mega hit. From Queen. It's not quite Bohemian Rhapsody or We Will Rock You, but it's a big hit.
4: Uh, yeah, it's a it's an iconic hit. Sure, one of the most popular. And yeah, there could be some debate on what's what's bigger, Bohemian Rhapsody or Fat Bottom Girl. But anyway, um, so there was you know, accused accusations of being woke. We will woke you <laughs> instead of we will rock you. Um so what we did here at the Hammer Nigel show, we used AI. And we went for some, uh, we worked on some alternative remixes for Queen's Fat Bottom Girls. Oh, you're to let it all hang out. Big booty. Girls, you <laughs> make the
7: rockin' world go round. Much better. Let it all
3: hang out. Apple-bottomed. Girls,
7: you make the rockin' world go round. <laughs>
2: Bo the There, so we fixed it. Kids, are you okay now? You don't have to hear the word "fat bottom girls." I'm sorry,
4: that song is celebrating fat bottom girls.
2: Right? It should be an anthem. Like, if we're allowed to look at Lizzo and say, wow, look how beautiful she is, (laughs) we should be able to listen to Fat Bottom Girls and celebrate all the chicks with the junk in the trunk.
4: Makes total sense to me.
2: Um, A FedEx driver in Nebraska used garage tools to kill a rattlesnake he found outside someone's door. (laughs) He left a note that said, I hope you don't have a pet rattlesnake because I (laughs) killed him. Sorry about the blood. Now, the snake was not a pet, but where are we at on this? Let's say you're watching your ring doorbell uh, from earlier in the day, and you see the poor (laughs) FedEx guy. He's delivering a package, but there's a rattlesnake there, and he kills the rattlesnake. Right are you okay with that do you want him yeah. to do that or are you upset that he left snake carcass and blood there? okay
4: i was gonna say yeah you might okay fine i'm i understand you killing a rattlesnake glad you did it glad you're okay could you like just shove it off to the side though or something
2: but that's maybe- not his job to shovel the carcass off it's not his job to fight yeah. it either like he's just there to yeah. deliver a package maybe he was fearing for his safety he killed it i mean it's at your house you should have to pick up your dead snake. Are, are rattlesnakes snakes a problem in Nebraska? I don't know. I don't know. I've never been to Nebraska. There are a number of states that I've not been to. Now, I I think I'm about half of the 50 United States. Uh, Nebraska, not one that I have visited yet. But I don't know about the uh, how many rattlesnakes they have. I think they pop up in a lot of places. But you wouldn't... If I ask you, hey, where do you see a lot of rattlesnakes? Nebraska yeah, probably like wouldn't Arizona be my first. Arizona uh,
4: desert or something, right? Hey, I have an update uh, about a story we did previously about the people that died from listeria after drinking uh, milkshakes from a, a, a contaminated milkshake maker at yes. a fast food restaurant. Where was it in Washington? Washington State, yeah. Uh, this is from Harry, Harry Man Beast. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's going to be dynamite. Uh, email at hammer nigel at wibc dot com. That's usually we respond pretty quickly when somebody emails us. Yeah, social media comes in like I, we we don't always are, are able to respond. But Harry Man Beast writes this concerning <laughs> the, um, the ice cream listeria. I just walked in and heard you and Hammer talking about the ice cream and listeria. Listeria is a bit less likely in a soft ice cream machine than, say, E. coli, but it's not uncommon to get a stomach ailment from these machines. That's why the unmentioned reason why McDonald's ice cream machines are always down. They're extremely complicated and require more maintenance than the average McDonald's employees can do. They're under contract with the ice cream machine manufacturer for maintenance. One little bit of ice cream residue left in the machine can cause some unpleasant toilet trips. This is from Harry Man Beast. Thank you Harry Man. Beast.
2: The thing is that's really good information and I believe it, but it kind of loses all credibility when you say <laughs> and that's from Harry Man Beast. <laughs> but those are our people uh, man and I love it. I yeah. love it.
4: Uh and there wasn't there an app one time that you could download to your smartphone that told you which McDonald's had the broken down milkshake machines
2: yes yeah there's pretty much an app for everything there's an app that lets you know like who's got mcribs right now <laughs> there's an app that lets you know which ice cream machines are broken or working something like that there's an app for pretty much everything and there's a merchandise store for Uh-oh! the hammer and nigel there show it is store.hammerandnigel.com get your gear we're going to start adding more and more stuff every single week Uh, shot glasses we've heard you, we're going to work on getting those in maybe some winter hats uh, some other things long sleeve t-shirts hammer and nigel bikinis
4: for the chicks
2: maybe, maybe with my face on one boob your face on the other boob (laughs) I love it. What a great idea. (laughs) And then for the bottoms, we'll have to put Matt Bear somewhere. We just haven't figured it out yet. But that's a great idea. I uh, love it. Thank you to all the folks who have purchased an item so far. Uh, Nigel and I are not getting rich doing this. If anything, we're probably going to lose money. But we thought it was a fun thing to get some of our shirts out to you guys because we've been asked, hey, I want a Hammer and Nigel t-shirt. I want a Hammer and Nigel hat. Now you can get it. And next time we do a night with WIBC, whatever that is, you can get your gear, show up to the event. I want to look out in the crowd and see a sea of Hammer and Nigel Show shirts. Do not go anywhere. It's debate eve. We will get you primed and ready next.
1: Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesempta.com
4: Hammer and Nigel. Do you believe these characters are weirdos?
7: So let's rock
4: it. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. I'm so
2: excited. I'm like a little kid on Christmas Eve. It's GOP debate Eve, Hammer. Oh, wow. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Kids, remember, put your stockings out yeah. so Brett Baer can come down the <laughs> chimney and leave you a pamphlet reminding you who Doug Burgum is. <laughs> The governor of North Dakota, who is in the debate. he somehow made it into the field. Now, a lot of people have asked us, will there be a debate bingo card to play along with? Because let's be honest, without Donald Trump, this one seems like it lacks a little sizzle. So you might need something to make it interesting. Ask for, you shall receive. Right now. At WIBC.com or The Hammer and Nigel Show, Facebook okay, and Twitter, we've got the official 2023 bingo card ready for you. Now, Nigel, what are some of the things on this bingo card?
4: Okay. Bud Light is mentioned. <laughs> so, so yes. Bud Light is mentioned during the debate. There you go. That's a square. Right. Hunter Biden is mentioned.
2: Okay. That's a square.
4: Someone gets booed. Oh. That's a square. Looking at you, Chris Christie. <laughs> Nikki Haley reminds you she is a woman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I'm the first woman who's something like that. I was
4: the first woman as, uh, to be governor of South Carolina. Someone
2: swears.
4: <laughs> Interesting. Like, does hell or damn, does that
2: count? We're going to count that. Absolutely. Okay. Hell, damn, that all counts. Oh, Uh, this is my favorite. Ramaswamy praises Trump. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is you can see sweat on Chris Christie. (laughs) So we've got it set up to where you just click on the article. That's great. And you can download it and print it off and play along tomorrow night. You can hear the debate here at W.I.B.C. Watch it on Fox. But we want pictures of you. Playing along, taking photos of your board, crossing it off Man. as this thing goes on. This will,
4: okay, this will make it a little more interesting then, because Donald Trump's obviously not in the debate. He's decided to forego all debates. He's going to be on with Tucker Carlson. I, uh, if Trump was debating though, if Trump was going to be in this debate, one of the squares would have had to have been Trump calls Christie sloppy.
2: Yes. Sloppy slash fat. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So get your bingo cards right now. Uh, The posts are out on our social media. Make sure you share them so everybody can play along. Hit retweet or hit share on Facebook. Print it off. Download it. And you are good to go. Who,
4: who Who else is? So it's DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, Pence, Tim Scott. Nikki Haley and then who am I missing Oh the the governor Doug Burgum
2: Doug and North
4: Dakota Asia Hutchinson oh, These guys Like how is how is North Dakota Governor on there but Larry Elder's not Like like I love Larry Elder Well and there he, was a criteria they were supposed no, to meet he did and I. this is just Breaking today Larry Elder met the Qualifications he met the donations And one of the other Uh Uh, qualifications was a candidate must poll at least 1% in three national polls or 1% in two national polls and 1% in early state poll. Um, And he met that criteria. He met the polling criteria. He he just met the donation criteria and he met the polling criteria and the RNC still won't let him in because he used a Rasmussen poll, which they say the, the RNC cited some ties between Rasmussen and President Trump, therefore, he's disqualified. It's a bunch of BS. I would love to get Larry Elder on this program.
2: He would at least bring some uh, some fire to it. Yes, you saw what he did with Charlemagne the God, the radio host, the other day. Just completely undressed him. Uh, failing to qualify for this debate, uh, the Miami mayor Suarez, Perry Johnson, and as mentioned, Larry Elder. Mm. I mean. I think we have to toughen up the criteria, though, right? This debate field is still too big. Nobody wants to hear from Doug. Nobody wants to hear from Hutchinson. It's really DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley. You're not throwing Pence in there? No. No. No, I mean, he's polling below a lot of those folks. So, no, the threshold has to be a little bit higher. If you can't pull 5%, you don't deserve a national audience. I'm sorry. So, to get you in the mood, here's a little story time. Would you like to hear a story, Nige? Yeah, wow. I call this, "'Twas the Night Before the Debate." (laughs) "'Twas the Night Before the Debate." And all through the land. There's not a lot of excitement. And people are making other plans. (laughs) Donald Trump is out. He officially pulled the plug. So we're left with Hutchinson and Haley and some dude named Doug. (laughs) Still, there will be questions to be answered and answers to gauge. Will a fly land on Mike Pence? Will Chris Christie eat on the stage? (laughs) Ramaswamy, DeSantis, and even Tim Scott, too. This should be about as fun as watching Caddyshack Part (laughs) 2. Campaign season's here. It's Biden who they should attack. But as Joe Biden always says... You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. (laughs) little story time to get you in the mood for the debate tomorrow night. Bravo. It was the night before the debate. What
4: are we looking at in terms of ratings? Because I know geeks like us are going to watch it, obviously. Um, I don't know how. I'm going to watch the debate. I'm going to have to figure out how to do, because you said you're going to live tweet the debate.
2: And and you're going to do the Tucker stuff. The
4: Tucker, but if it's already a pre-recorded thing and Tucker... Is, I don't know how that's going to work tomorrow night, but who do you think is going to get more views? The Tucker-Trump uh, hmm. interview or the debate? I say Tucker-Trump. No questions. Hands down. They get more views. Well, Tucker-Trump,
2: because if it's pre-recorded, people can go back and watch it whenever they want. I'm curious if it comes out at you know 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whenever this debate starts tomorrow. 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. What's going to have more eyeballs to it, the interview or the debate? Because at the end of the day, Tucker's going to get more views. It's going to be like three, four, five million views because people can go back and watch whenever they want. But from that time frame during the debate, how many people will be watching Tucker compared to how many people watching the debate? I bet it's
4: you might be right about that. If they're released at the same time and the debate is live, probably the, the debate But I I wonder, in general, how many people in this country are going to tune into this first presidential GOP primary debate?
2: My prediction from earlier was it's going to be the number one program tomorrow night, but it's not going to be anywhere near the viewership that they've had in the past when Donald Trump was a part of it. No, no, no. So think of it like the Super Bowl, right? If the Super Bowl ever ends up being like, the raiders and dallas cowboys two major franchises that could set records but if the super bowl ends up being the jacksonville jags against the arizona cardinals people will still watch it it's still going to be number one but it's not going to be what it could be that's the way that i would think about this debate tomorrow uh there's a woman doing god's work nige oh her name is mariah casillas she has raised $10,000 for Maui wildfire relief.
4: Good for her.
2: The way she's doing it is <laughs> that if you make a donation on her OnlyFans, she'll send you a nude photo of herself. <laughs> oh,
4: wow. I just typed her name in Google. Hello.
2: She's known Where's as my wallet? Lava Girl on social media. Wow. And she had raised about $8,000 on GoFundMe but GoFundMe said this goes against our bylines our bylaws so they got rid of it they refunded everybody's money
4: what goes against their
2: bylaws her telling people make a donation and I'll send you a nude so GoFundMe said no we can't have that so she moved it over to OnlyFans and OnlyFans is great with this and in about two days she's raised over $10,000 here she is lava girl aka mariah casillas
6: so i've been actually just keeping donations going on my only fans i made it a free subscription site which i've never done in at least like two years so i'm really taking it serious and doing what i can um it's only the only part that's unfortunate is i just wanted people to be able to tag along and see the progress that the page was making so it being on my only does um deter some people but it is still going on and that's on my only fans so it's still there, and we're still making a lot of money. We made a lot of money, honestly. In about two days, we've hit almost
2: 10000 That's
4: awesome. She I think is, that's great. Have you, have, she is gorgeous. I mean, have you seen pictures of Lava Girl? Probably. I did my
2: research <laughs> earlier.
4: That's going to maybe ding you uh, for HR purposes. But, hey, you know, if you wanted to help
2: my fellow man is frowned upon <laughs> around here, maybe tougher conversations Boy, need to happen.
4: She, she is something. That is what's the address where can i donate
2: uh look for uh maria casillas okay. aka lava girl on OnlyFans. fans right, you bet done and done you make a donation she sends you a nude she put a uh, tweet <laughs> out to promote it real quick can i read you the tweet she put out sure about to put these boobies to work y'all <laughs> She didn't say boobies. She said something else. (laughs) Again, the Hammer and Nigel Show debate bingo card now posted, WIBC.com, our Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Hammer and Nigel. Allen on Twitter, awesome, definitely going to play. Alex on Twitter, you should have put Biden shows up by accident <laughs> on the bingo car. He just wanders out there uh, uh, looking for Tahoe, and Reno. <laughs> you can't prove that. Uh, download it. Have a good time with it. Debate is tomorrow. Are you okay with that? Next. Are you really okay?
4: Are you
1: okay? Everything's going to be okay. Are, okay. Are you okay?
8: Yeah, I'm fine. I'm pretty far from okay.
4: Are you okay with this? On the Hammer and Nigel. Show. Oh yeah. So, Hammer. According to reports, the Indianapolis Colts have granted their star running back, Jonathan Taylor, permission to seek a trade. Colts reportedly seeking a first-round pick or multiple picks in return. Are you okay with this?
2: Well, bye. <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with this. If you don't want to be here, if your agent has brainwashed you into thinking you're some sort of victim despite completely still being under contract, go seek the market. Go somewhere else. But I'm with Urse on this one. I'm not always with Urse, but Jim Ursay's right. The players... The NFL players, they have a collective bargaining agreement. The players agreed on it. The players elected their reps. They went along with it. Jonathan Taylor is under contract. And the thing is, he talked about wanting to be a Colt for life not that long ago. But but then he gets a new agent. And this new agent comes in, and he wants to shake things up. He wants to be like Jerry Maguire all of a sudden. And next thing you know, Jonathan Taylor is doing his best Paul George impression. So if you don't want to be here, go. Kick rocks. But the Colts have absolutely no duty to trade him. If they want to make him sit there and rot, they can. If he passes a physical and he refuses to play, fine him. And if you can make a trade, go ahead and do so. But... All the leverage right here is with the Indianapolis Colts and Jim Irsay. Are they
4: going to get a first-round pick? No. For Jonathan Taylor? Unless somebody is out of their mind. I mean, he's don't get me wrong. He's an all-star running back.
2: But nobody gives first-rounders
4: for running backs right now. What in the world happened? You're saying all of a sudden Jonathan Taylor gets a new agent? And we're, we're, we're going down this road now? It's
2: all The Caliwampus. agent told Jonathan Taylor, hey, after three years, a lot of your teammates have gotten extensions, like Darius Leonard did and things like that. You are the best player on this team. You need to get an extension. But the way the NFL works right now is running backs are a luxury. It's not the face of the franchise. So the Colts are thinking, we don't want to spend a lot of money on a running back. You know, we'd rather go out in free agency next year and get more offensive linemen, some tight ends, do something like that. So the whole thing is a mess right now. But at the end of the day, <laughs> he's under contract and Ursay's got the leverage. So the
4: Colts, so you're saying, so the Colts are seeking a first round pick or multiple picks. You're saying they're not going to get that. You're not getting They'd a first round trade pick. Him.
2: Well, they don't have to.
4: They absolutely don't have to. And, yeah, if, and they could sit there and fine him if he decides not to play?
2: He's technically injured right now. He's on the pup list, physically unable to perform. But if he eventually passes a physical from the team doctor and he's refusing to play, yeah, fine him. And if he doesn't want to play, that's fine. Sit there, collect dust, and keep getting fined. But if you want to play and prove to everybody you're not just some money-hungry guy with a horrible agent, get out there and ball out.
4: Okay, experts are now saying... That the top fast food mascot is KFC's Colonel Sanders. All right. Followed by Ronald McDonald from McDonald's and then the King from Burger King. This list was created by polling, by polling 10 expert websites. Are you okay
2: with this? Give me that classic KFC jingle one time.
10: I'm Colonel Harold Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's the only way that you're going to get chicken that is
7: finger-licking good. If you want Kentucky Fried Chicken, you have to visit me.
2: Oh, that's so good. Inject that right into my veins. Yes, I am okay with this. I would rank the Colonel really? number one. Above Ronald McDonald? Above Ronald wow, McDonald. that's bold. If both guys came in the studio right now, Colonel Sanders in the all-white suit with a bucket of chicken, and Ronald McDonald got the red wig on and he's got a happy meal and some cheeseburgers. Who do you want to hang out with and talk with? I want to talk to the Colonel
4: Colonel Sanders. Yeah,
2: Harlan Sanders, because he was a real guy. I mean, that's how he was. And one of my favorite things was when Rick Pitino was the head coach at Louisville, in Kentucky, and he would have the all-white suit as a tribute to (laughs) Colonel Sanders sometimes. Is that what that was? He would coach games in the all-white Colonel Sanders suit. That was a power move. So, yes, I am 100% on board with this. Uh, Real quick, let's do one more here, Nige. Yeah, what do you
4: got? Let's do
2: the uh, NBA employee. Oh. The NBA employee who used to work social media accounts for the league, quitting by going on those social media accounts and announcing it no so the guy that used to run the nba's facebook page wrote quote the nba overextends its social media employees greatly to the detriment of their health and social lives for a salary of less than fifty thousand dollars annually after taxes this is something and are you okay with him doing it like that though I'm not okay with this. I think you need to be a little bit more professional. But I know I'm the Lone Ranger here. Which brings us to great moments in public quitting. Ah. How about the news reporter in Alaska?
0: Now, everything you heard is why I, the actual owner of the Alaska Cannabis Club, will be dedicating all of my energy toward fighting for freedom and fairness, which begins with legalizing marijuana here in Alaska. And as for this job, well, not that I have a choice, but... I quit. <laughs> All right, we apologize for that. We'll be we'll be right back. <laughs>
2: An F-bomb on live TV, and I want to get one more in here. Great moments in public quitting. This woman who quit her job at Walmart over the PA and also called her boss a pervert.
3: (laughs) Attention, Walmart shoppers and associates. My name is Beth from Electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years, and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. We're told that we're replaceable. This company treats their elderly associates like To Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. Brenna and Kathy, I hope you don't speak to your families the way you speak to us. Manage it and this job, I quit.
2: Wow. Judge Janine, what are your thoughts? You have no right to ask an employee about her sexual likes and dislikes. Pervert. Pervert.
7: Pervert. (laughs)
1: Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment.
4: The Hammer and Nigel Show.
9: My name is Nigel.
4: Jason Hammer is here. We got to do it. We're going to oh, dive right in. Do we have to? Let's check in Ugh. with America's fight against COVID-19. COVID-19. Oh, I swear. That I mean. At this moment. There are three vaccines. To piss off, now you've I'll made. take it.
2: Wait for it. All Hit me. Hit me. COVID nineteen.
4: Beautiful, beautiful. A new uh, COVID booster is on the way. <laughs> Biden is is trying to get you to everybody. They want he wants everybody to get it. Kids, adults, healthy young adults, where the risk of COVID is nothing, um, but the you know the risk of side effects from a vaccine is is markedly higher for uh, young healthy people but anyway he, he wants to get every he wants everybody to get the booster
2: when to reach for comments moderna and pfizer said we need more money <laughs> cha
4: ching <laughs> that's what the sound you hear right there
2: so they're saying that uh, moderna and pfizer have created updated boosters that protect against the evil subvariant xbb.1.5 known as Eris E-R I S. They want to scare you into taking more vaccines. <laughs> you know,
4: Eris is a Greek goddess. Did you know that? No. Eris, E-R-I-S. Is that how you is that how yes. you know it's spelled? Eris is the Greek goddess of strife, discord, and conflict. And that's what they've named the newest variant. Boom, boom boom. This new variant is strife.
2: Discord and conflict personified. Well, So was Joe Biden. (laughs) Joe Biden probably named it that. Nah, he had no idea what it meant. Um, An official from the Biden administration said, quote, we will be encouraging all Americans to get these boosters in addition to flu shots and RSV shots.
4: (sighs) Man, I don't even know if I'm getting the flu shot this year. I haven't decided yet.
2: Who's rushing out to get this stuff? Like, and if you are, Nobody. it's okay. I mean, like if maybe, I'm maybe just curious. If,
4: if if you're old and infirmed and uh, you are susceptible to getting very, 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 very sick, maybe this is for you. I don't know, but certainly th- these, these colleges and places that are doing vaccine mandates still hammer.
2: Oh, well, our, Notre Dame's one of them. Notre Dame still makes you fully vaxxed with COVID, the COVID vax, even if you want to take virtual classes. So even if you never want to take a step into South Bend, Indiana, or a step on the campus of Notre Dame, if you just want to do your classes virtually just to be in the school, you have to have the COVID vaccine. It doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. And
4: it doesn't prevent you from spreading it. And you're a young college student who has literally next to zero risk of severe disease it it's
2: tyrannical at rutgers yeah notre dame's not the only one rutgers is kind of doing the same thing and a lot of people on social media are saying it's about time we pulled a butt light on rutgers because (laughs) these students now who are paying a lot of money don't want to have to get this vaccine put into their body that they don't want to use and i get it no one has ever explained why demar hamlin Bronny james and so many of these healthy athletes around the country all of a sudden started collapsing yeah in the some middle dying. Of nowhere some dying And let's be honest, there are questions about myocarditis, the vaccine. It's a fair conversation. It's a fair debate. You can ask the question. You can absolutely ask the question. Uh, But Rutgers' updated policy sparked backlash online with some calling for a boycott of the university, comparing them to Bud Light. (laughs) Boy, Bud Light, they've just, they're now the joke, like (laughs) other people are comparing Horrific yeah. decisions
4: to them. So Rudker's is Bud Light and the vaccine is Dylan Mulvaney.
2: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and with all this talk of COVID and boosters and, you know, vaccines, you know what is happening right now across this country. There's a lot of places that are already having round number two of the mask debate
8: The president is trying to have us cover the mass debate.
2: CBS, Target and
1: (laughs) Walgreens are getting in on the mass debate. The mass debate now taking center stage at local restaurants.
6: It's nine minutes after six now and there's new video of a raging mass debate. (laughs) The mass debate in Georgia is getting ugly. The great mass debate in West Virginia might soon be coming
5: to an end.
4: This mass debate is far from over. How many mass debates have you gotten into? Love to hear it. The (laughs) mass debate
5: (laughs) was taken to a whole nother level.
4: Bishop David Zubik tells Pittsburgh's Action News 4 he found himself in the middle of a mass debate
5: we will <laughs>
7: dive deeper into this pet store mass
1: debate so we're going to begin with this thing we're calling the great mass debate
2: <laughs> dear broadcasters really pronounce that yeah, k you gotta enunciate the k mask <laughs> debate uh in atlanta college announced this week that it's reinstating masks for everybody on campus Why? Morris Brown College began classes just this past week. Because of this new variant? And they say there is chatter about more COVID cases. Now, this is my favorite part. Officials say there have been no confirmed COVID-19 cases among (laughs) students, but they've received reports from other schools in Atlanta. There are reports of other people having it, but nobody at Morris Brown does, and they're still doing the masking of the students. Sorry,
4: not only do masks not work in the prevention of spreading COVID because uh, 90% of the US population has already had COVID during the mask mandate era. And not only do the masks not work, but the mask, man- mask mandates certainly don't
2: work because everybody got it. Right. And Everybody those, still had it. We those had those it. cute little masks that you bought for your kids. One, they were made in China, and two, they didn't do anything.
4: <laughs> Boy, I will go nuts if our school district reinstates, reinstates some sort of mask mandate for the kids. I will absolutely go out of my mind, berserk. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how useless masks are, especially for kids. When kids are at zero risk of COVID, they they're not vectors of COVID. They don't spread it, and they don't get they don't get ill. My daughter last year it was either the last year or the year before she had a runny nose and maybe a hundred degree temperature for a night, and she was back to normal the next day. Happy that she didn't have to go to school for five days.
2: And this is going to be a political talking point as we get more into the fall. If COVID cases are on the rise, this is going to be a big talking point. Because already we've seen Curtis Hill, the Indiana candidate for the governor's race, put out a statement that says if he is elected the governor of Indiana, and I'm paraphrasing here, he will not be putting in any sort of mask mandates.
4: Well, for uh, for for public universities, public universities, right? Specifically, so
2: what's happening at Morris Brown? Now they can make their own decisions. You know, if somebody lives in a state where, like Florida, where DeSantis says, "Hey, we're open. You don't have to mask," but if the school dean or the school president wants to, sometimes you have to. I don't know. Did DeSantis outlaw that too?
4: Did he? I I swear, I have to go back and look to see if he had some sort of executive order banning schools from mask mandates, making their
2: students mask. Dateline Hollywood, oh. Lionsgate, the studio in Hollywood, bringing back mask mandates for everybody working on their floor of their big Santa Monica office. Yeah. The studio is also asking employees to conduct self-screening before going to the office. Good for them. Whatever. Liberal Hollywood
4: could have your masks. I mean, there's a lot of people eye rolling right now. So, that's one small college you were talking about at Atlanta. But this is so you're saying this Hollywood studio is also
2: telling its employees to mask? Right. But these isolated incidents are starting to add up. Yes, it's one small school at Atlanta, but it's also Rutgers out on the East Coast. It's one Hollywood studio on the West Coast. This thing is starting to pick up momentum again. And we've seen this movie before. I want to see how the public reacts if they are told we're locking down and we're masking up again. Because, man, there's a lot of people that will not be as civil this time around if that kind of stuff goes down. So with so many places returning their mask policies... Here at the Hammer and Nigel Show, let's revisit one of our favorite Hammer and Nigel Show record singles. A little tribute to the 1990s hit Return of the Mac. Here is Return of the Mask. (laughs)
7: turnabout by the CDC on mask wearing guidance. Now recommending a resumption of indoor mask wearing in public settings in some parts of the country, even for vaccinated Americans. Well, I thought this was old news Well,
8: I thought we'd made it through Come on! But we got some work to do oh. So that we don't get the flu <laughs> We had a beat, but now it's back i to just see just where we're at Some thought that it was bunk But then they got the funk Here we go! turn up the mask Get up! the mask Baby, it's not that tough. Of the the mask. Mask.
2: Who are you Return Return of of the, the mass the flu of
8: the mass We know what
2: to do I gotta
4: tell you i love Curtis Hill's announcement of course Curtis Hill running for uh, governor of Indiana along with a host of others including Mike Braun and uh, who
2: else Somebody missing the establishment yeah. guy and then yeah
4: so here's what Curtis Hill, former Attorney General of Indiana had to say. Uh, as Attorney General, Curtis Hill, Curtis stood in opposition to the mandates being imposed from Washington and Indianapolis and reined in the unchecked power that Governor Holcomb claimed to have. He Love heard, it. Loved, Love heard. it. Holcomb tried to put you in jail for not wearing a mask, and Curtis Hill said, Uh -uh, Not so fast. Today, Curtis Hill, Indiana's 43rd Attorney General and Republican candidate for governor, announced that as governor, he would not require public universities, businesses, government offices, or churches to wear face coverings. His announcement comes after schools across the country imposing... Or debating mask requirements in response to a new variant of the COVID-19. But that part, boy, he called out Holcomb. I love it. Curtis Hill reigned in the unchecked power of Governor Holcomb, claimed to have had
2: <laughs> So here's <laughs> the challenge to all the other Republicans that are running. Put out a statement and say the same thing. If you're Mike Braun, say the same thing. Say it and mean it. Don't go the Governor Holcomb route. <laughs> Like Curtis Hill called out right there. If you want to be the governor, act like a Republican in a red state. So come on, all you other folks running for governor right now, all 85 of you, put out a statement similar to what Curtis Hill did. Curtis Hill was first, and I think that's awesome. And Rob Kendall's right. With so many people in this race, it's going to take just a little bit to get the nomination because everybody's going to kind of cannibalize each other. You could get the nomination with a little bit more than, you know, maybe 30% here. And if Curtis Hill gets in, man, he is going to shake things up. Listen to this.
4: Later in this Curtis Hill for governor statement, in 2020, Governor Holcomb tried to shut down businesses, schools, and churches. He wanted to force residents to wear masks and take away medical autonomy. I stood up to him when most in my own party did not Hoosiers are still trying to recover, but for many, it's too late. As governor, I stand ready to fight any state or national
2: mandate. All right. I love hearing that. I like that. I want to hear that from Mike Braun. Now, Mike Braun is speaking in, I believe, Carmel, uh, coming up here in just a little bit. So if anybody is going to his event, ask him his thoughts on that. You know, hell, have him call the Hammer and Nigel show. We'll talk about that, too. 93 WIBC.